You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. DJ Shockley, the former Atlanta quarterback, is never idle. Always great to chat with him on a Monday. DJ, I need your help here. And perhaps I have foreshadowed this observation coming off the top 100 players of 2017 on NFL Network when I told you and Cordell Aaron Rodgers is the best player in football. Let me try another tactic here. Tom Brady is the most accomplished quarterback in our league in history. Five Super Bowl rings. Would you buy my argument? Aaron Rodgers is playing the best football of any quarterback over the last, say, three years. Man, that's a that's a that's a pretty tough argument. Uh, obviously, with Brady in the last few years having won a Super Bowl, Rodgers hasn't won one. I think it's what been since what was that time? One eleven, twelve, something like that. Uh, Long time ago. Before, Long, <laughs> but you know the, the the way I look at it, especially when you talk about guys who've done it for multiple years, and then you get to who's the best or who's playing at a higher level. And I think it all comes down to what happened in the game versus Dallas. Is if you got both of these guys with the football in their hand with a minute to go in the game, who would you rather have? And both those guys are guys that that put a lot of fear in you. Uh, but right now. Uh, I would probably say Brady is still on top soon because of he has the, the Super Bowl and he's done it most recently and been to that ultimate level uh the Super Bowl right now. And Rodgers is a dangerous guy. We all know he's he's done it. He's you know, he wows you with everything he does, but uh at the end of the day when you're when it's over and done with people are wanting to talk about Super Bowls and all that kind of stuff and right now Brady has that edge. The conversation really went like this. Okay. Yesterday after the great win. <laughs> All right, DJ. And, of course, I go on the first and goal show with he and Nick Ferguson last night. And explain that's a seven-hour show with no commercials. Seven-hour show. So that's his his excuse now. So he gets – he goes, oh, my God, he's the greatest I've ever done it, Cornell. And, you know, I have to slow him down a little bit because we all become prisoner of the moments when a great moment does come about, which was a great game by the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, arguably one of the best when it comes to closing moments and being able to elude pressure to make those plays. Now, I had this conversation. It went from being the greatest of all time to just Mm -hmm. the greatest at this moment. Now, he added a little more when he asked you. Mm -hmm. And I basically Mm -hmm. said, even right now, this year alone, I said, you got to throw Alex Smith in that conversation just this year alone. Because what he's done so so far with the strength of schedule, start off with New England, Philly, Los Angeles Chargers, Washington and Houston, and then Aaron Rodgers had Seattle, Atlanta, Cincy, Chicago, and Dallas. Now, when you look at their numbers, 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, one on the ground for Alex Smith, 13 touchdowns, three interceptions, and none on the ground for Aaron Rodgers. And this team in in, in the Kansas City Chiefs is undefeated. So... Of course, you lend yourself to, obviously, Aaron Rodgers because of his body of work. But if you're going off of just this year alone, Aaron Rodgers is not at the top of the food chain by himself. You have to think about Alex Smith, regardless of what we know of him over the past few years. Yeah, and Cordell, I even go a step further with everything you said, which which was good. But I say he came into this year when they drafted a guy number 10, and you come in to the season thinking, well, this may be my last possible chance to be a – Big time starter at a uh, you know at this place, and he's responded loudly with, "Yeah, I still got it." And to have that type of pressure on your hands, Rogers knows he's a guy. Brady knows he's a guy. They haven't brought anybody in to replace those guys. They tried over the years with Brady, uh, but now you drop a guy number ten overall, and you're basically telling him, "Listen, you probably got one, one and a half, maybe two years at the most 
to be the guy here, but we got somebody who we think is better. And to have that type of pressure, to have everybody talking about Patrick Mahomes, and he comes in and he just takes care of the business like a true professional. And uh, I thought the, the the greatest stat you have there is zero picks. I mean, to have zero picks with the, the type of defenses he's played against and the type of pressure he's been under to make play, to say, all right, you got to throw the ball down the field. We brought a guy in here, Patrick Mahomes, who can throw it down the field. And he's done that. He hasn't been the dink and dunk guy that we've known of Alex Smith over the years. He's been a guy that stretched the field, and he's playing at a, a big-time level too. So I, I think that's a, that's a good call. And if you think about what's clicking for Kansas City, other than the fumble on their first play from scrimmage on the road, Thursday night football kicking off the season at New England when Kareem Hunt lost it, they have not had a turnover since. Amazing ball security. Taking yep. you around the league with our good friend DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. DJ Cam Newton better than 350 passing yards, three touchdowns yesterday on the road in Detroit. After what we've seen the last two weeks, is it fair to say that Cam is back? I would say so. I mean, this looks like the guy that won MVP a couple of years ago. And to watch what Cam is doing now, especially what happened all last week, all the, the controversy and distraction that were around him, and they've come out and put together another performance like that, it speaks volumes of where Cam is and where he's developing. And I think when we first came into the season, those first two or three games, he looked like a guy that was rusty. He looked like a guy that – Maybe he was starting to lose a little bit here and there. Or is it the shoulder? Is it all the stuff that's happening in offseason form that's really set him behind? But now, the last two games, he looks like the franchise guy that Carolina has been used to seeing for many, many years. And he's making so many guys around him play better. I mean, they're finding ways to get McCaffrey the football. They're still running this ball hard with, with Jonathan Stewart. Uh, you see big tight end yesterday making plays for him over – uh, digging over 175 yards. I mean, they're getting everybody involved. And then you add that defense to it. This is becoming a Carolina team that's starting to look like the team that went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. And that's a, a dangerous, dangerous thing uh, coming into the rest of this season. But I think a good game is, on, is coming on Thursday with them versus Philly, who's Philly's on a, a high road to as well. No one's talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think, enough uh, because maybe the jury is still out on them. But you're starting to see a steady trend of this team being able to be extremely physical up front on both sides of the football, particularly on offense. You see what they're doing with the young kid in Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's playing really physical, making the statement during the preseason that the National Football League running game and how physical they are is not as physical as it is in the SEC. And think of this defense. Give you a stat real quick. Has not only allowed, let me see, they've only allowed one touchdown in the first half all season and they picked Ben Roethlisberger off five times and had two taken back to the house. How real do you think this Jacksonville Jaguars team is? Well, anytime you have a defense that's putting up numbers like that, they give you a chance to win. And I think people are still a little reserved about the Jacksonville Jaguars because of the quarterback who's been there you know, a few years, and Bortles hasn't been the guy that everybody looks to and says, all right, he's the guy that can get us going. But having a run game, having – Leonard Fournette to be able to bring that physical nature to him. I was reading some maybe today or yesterday, and his teammates love his style of running. They love his style of play. And when you have a guy like that, he you know kind of brings the the, the the amp up for everybody on the entire team. But defensively, when you're not allowing people to score points, when you're turning the football over, when you're winning the turnover about every week, you're going to have a chance to win the ball game. And now they have a legit running game to go along with a tough physical defense that's the recipe for wins. Good defense and <laughs> running the football 
you're going to be in majority of every game that you're in. So Jacksonville is a team that I think people are starting to, to really catch a hold of and say, all right, this is a team that, you know, you can't look at them like the old Jacksonville Jaguars, the 2-3 win. And I've been picking Jacksonville every year the last decade, so maybe, finally, <laughs> I might be accurate. DJ, great information as always. As we say goodbye, how about this observation? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has the best beard among starting quarterbacks in all of football. He's trying to win some kind of way, BJ. I need he's, a consolation prize. Hey, I hear you be well, man. Thank hey, you. find a way, baby. Find a way. I got you. Keep trying and trying and trying. Thank you, DJ. We'll chat with you next Monday. Be good, all right, DJ. Fellas, be good. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.